the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast to pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Walking Through Your Open Door. Something God wants every child of His to do. Saints of the Most High God, we're a blessed people. One of the reasons why is because we have a God who loves us like nobody else will ever do. One of the things that God will do for us is open doors of opportunity for us. Doors that God wants us to walk through so that we can live the blessed life and be a blessing in life like he wants us to do and be. But in order for us to live the blessed life that God wants us to live and be the blessed people God wants us to be, we have to walk through the doors of opportunity that God opened for you and me. Otherwise, we won't ever be the blessed people that God wants us to be or live the blessed life that God wants us to live. That's why it's so important, brothers and sisters, that we learn to walk through the doors of opportunity that God opens for me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. The God who promised you the things that he's promised you, the God who has said he's going to do for, do for you the things he said he's going to do, the God who has declared a thing and has the power to be able to bring it to pass, wants you to know that he's faithful. That's one of the reasons why you should be able to hold fast to the profession of your faith. That should fuel your ability to hold fast to the profession of faith. Why? Because God is faithful. That word faithful we learn means trustworthy, which means God is worthy of our trust. That means that he's worth it. Why is that? Because God will never let you down. He'll never have you out there looking like a clown. God will always be there right beside you. And he said, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. I will never leave you, which means that I'm always right there with you. And I will never forsake you. And that's that I'm not going to leave you out there by yourself, being able to handle things for yourself. God says, I'm going to come through for you and I'm faithful who promised you. So behold, he's the one that opened the door and he's faithful to be able to do what's necessary to be able to help you get through. When God opens up a door, he is empowering you to be able to move forward into the things that he's anointed and appointed for you before the foundations of the earth. The things that he planned, the things that he has thought about, and the things that it is that he has set in course to be a blessing unto you, God wants you to be able to receive everything that he has in store for you. But in order for that to occur, you must be understand that God is faithful. 
See, the more you understand that God is faithful, the more you'll be fueled to be faithful to do what it is that God has told you to do. Because God's faithfulness allows you to become faithful, to be able to go out and do what it is that God has called you to do. See, many of us, when we run into circumstances and situations, we lose our faithfulness and thereby lose the ability to be able to receive what God has in store for us. But God says, no, hold fast to the profession of your faith. Hold fast to what it is that I've said unto you. Hold fast what it is that you're saying too. Don't let it go. That's what the concept hold fast is about. Is that means get a good grip on and don't let it go. God wants you to get a good grip on what it is that he's promised you and don't let it go. Don't let it go despite what it is that you see. Why? Because God is faithful. Why don't, don't, don't let it go despite what you hear. Why is that? Because God is faithful. And remember this here, when you understand that God is faithful, you'll understand that it's got nothing to do with you, but it's got everything to do with him. It's got nothing to do with you, but it's got everything to do with him. But you're the legal entity that's on this earth that needs to do what you need to do so that he can be able to come through and be able to come through for you so that the house that he wants to be established can be established, which means that you got to hold fast to it. Drop down to verse 35. He said there also, cast not therefore, cast not away therefore your confidence which hath great recompense of reward. Notice he didn't say it hath recompense of reward, but it has great recompense of reward. Your confidence has great recompense of reward. Our confidence in God, our confidence in the faithfulness of God, our confidence in the fact that God's not going to leave us nor forsake us, that he's not going to set us up for failure, but he's going to be right there with us to be able to ensure our success. He said, cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. For ye have need of patience that after ye have done the will of God, ye will receive the promise. For, a li- for yet a little while, and, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. That's what happens when a person's let go of their confidence. That's what happens when a person stops holding fast to the profession of their faith is that they begin to cast away their confidence and let go of what it is that God said and start backing up off of what it is that the promises of God were for their lives. That's what happens many times when God promises a person something and he doesn't come through for them microwave style. Because, you know, most, believe, most believers leave, believe in microwave blessings. They believe that the moment that they say it, then God's supposed to play it right that moment. No, that's abracadabra, hocus pocus. That's that genie that's in the bottle. But our God ain't in no bottle, and he don't operate that way. Our God does everything in the fullness of time. He knows exactly when to bring things through. He knows exactly when to do what it is he needs to do for you. Despite what you see, despite uh, what's causing you to flee, you need to stand still and recognize that God is good and he's going to do everything he said and hold fast to the profession of our faith. He didn't hold fast to our confidence. Why? Because it has great recompense of reward. It's going to get you what it is that you're after. But if you're willing to just be able to hang in there and hold on, God will be able to come through for you and you'll get what God has in store for you. See, because most believers will start out in faith, but they will end, end up out of faith. They start off in faith, but they end up out of faith. That's why they never receive the things that God has in store for them. But God is telling us that he wants us to hold fast to the profession of our faith and do not let go of our confidence. No, don't let go of it. He says in verse 38, why is that? Because now the just shall live by faith. The life that you're going to live is by, be by faith. Faith means absolute assurance, absolute confidence, absolute reliance, and absolute trust in God and what it is that he has said. That if, if God said it, you can do it. If God said it, 
you can have it. If God said it, you can accomplish it. Why is that? Because he that is in you is going to help you to do what it is that he's called you to do. Turn with me, please. Glory to God to, to uh, First Thessalonians chapter 5. First Thessalonians chapter 5. Because the same God that called you is the same God that's going to help you pull it off. The same God that called you is the same God that's going to help you pull it off. That's good to know. Because every one of you are about to go outside of your comfort zone. Every one of you is about to go outside of what it is that you are accustomed to operating in comfortably. Because, see, you don't have to do that by faith. Amen. But God wants you to step out into the things he has in store for you. Verse 24. Faithful is he that called you. God is faithful. And he's the one that's inviting us. That word call means to invite. God's inviting us into a life of excellency. He's inviting us into a life of awesomeness. He's inviting us into a house of peace. He's inviting us into a wonderful life of financial blessings that we might be blessed and be a blessing unto others. He's inviting unto us. But see, he wants you to understand that faithful is he that called you who also will do it. God's going to do it. He's going to accomplish in you and through you what he wants to accomplish, but we must have the mindset that it ain't about us, it's about him. It's not about what, whether we can be able to accomplish it in and of ourselves based upon our own skills, talents, gifts, and ability, but we can be able to accomplish it based upon the fact that God is the one that's calling me. Because God said I can do it, I can do it. Me and you, God, we in covenant together. Remember covenant, covenant? We in covenant together, and because we in covenant together... Everything that you have is mine and everything I have is yours. And so because of that, all you have to do is tell me what you want to do. And I'm going to step out and do what it is that I need to do, knowing that either I've got the ability to do it in and of myself or you're going to provide me the ability to be able to do what's necessary because you're not calling me to failure. You're going to call me to accomplish. So even if I don't have the natural ability to be able to pull it off, even though I might not have the natural resources to be able to attain this thing, even though I might not be able to have all the connections and everything else that I I I have in and of myself to be able to do it. I'm not going to be fainting and falling apart at that time. Why is that? Because I know it's not about me, but it's about thee. You are faithful. You always come through. And you're going to do what it is that you said you would do through me if I'm willing to do what you called me to do. That's why we got to do. Everybody say do. And that, of course, means to make or do in the widest uh, uh, application, in the widest application of it, which means I don't care what he asks you to do. Just step on out of it. Because once God speaks of it, the door has opened for you to be able to step into what he has in store for you. And God will empower you. God will give you his ability. He will give you his strength. He will give you the ability to do that which you previously could not do if you're willing to walk through that open door that God has in store for you. Amen. Turn to Philippians chapter 4. Gets good right here. I'd pay attention from this point forward. Philippians chapter 4. God wants you to understand that it ain't about you. It's about him. But remember, you're the legal entity on this earth, which means you need to do to open a door for him to do. Because remember, God sows what he wants to grow. God wants an open door into this world to be a blessing unto this world. And so because of that, he's opening the door for you so that you can step through so that he also can step through and do what it is he wants to do. We're in Philippians chapter four. Let's read in verse nine. It's where we left off last week. He said, those things which he have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do and the God of peace shall be with you he said those things which ye have, have have learned we learned last week about that concept learn we know that means learned in any way I mean I don't care how you learned it if you learned it and God shared it with you and God let you know that that was him talking once you learn that then do it 
Now this word, this word learned also we learn translates understands, which means that when you understand, this is what you need to do. When you understand, this is what God is asking of you. When you have a comprehension of the fact that God is asking you to do something, just step out and do it. Why is that? Because God's going to anoint you and empower you to be able to pull off what it is he do. Because remember, the same one that's inviting you to do it is going to do it for you. The same one that's inviting you to do it is going to be right there with you, pulling it all for you. So those things which you learn, do. Those things which you have received, we learned that. Received. That word receive meant, remember, to receive near. That is to associate with oneself. That you draw it to yourself. That before it's a concept far off, but now you accept it as your own and draw it near to yourself. Because as you draw it near to yourself, then you will then begin to start uh, uh, picking up the qualities of the thought that God has put near you. The more you begin to start receiving what it is he said for you, the more you will begin to have a desire to do what he said to do. And the more you begin to start drawing near to you what he said, the more you'll begin to start feeling empowered to do what he said he'll do. If you don't feel empowered to do it, it's a demonstration that that word is still a far off concept in your mind. It's a cute concept that you heard, but yet you still don't have, uh, have received the power that comes from that word. It's a cute concept that you've heard, but you still haven't received the power that comes from the word. And if you haven't received the power that comes from the word, it demonstrates the fact that you haven't drawn it near to you yet. You've just heard it casually. You just heard it as a nice thing to do. You just heard it as something to be able to shout about, run about, dance about, but not do anything about. Are you listening to me? But God wants us to be able to draw this thing near and do. Remember, he said the things that you've heard, do. The things that you've received, do. Because although it's heard and received, the the results are still the same. Do. Everybody say do. That word do we learn means to practice. If we didn't learn it, you're learning it now. It means to practice. Blessed be his name. God wants you to practice what he says. Now, this isn't practice as in get better at it. This is practice as in perform repeatedly or habitually. This isn't practice as in get better at it. Well, just start off and then you'll get better, better at it as you go along. No, that's, that's not practice what he's talking about. That's what occurs when you practice. But yet the practice he's talking about is to perform repeatedly or habitually. So when God says that these things I want you to do, I want you to do them and keep on doing them. I want you to do them and keep on doing them, which means don't do them and stop doing them and then do them and stop doing them and do them and stop doing them. But do them and keep on doing it. Do them and don't stop. Because when you stop, you just stopped his ability to be able to come through for you. But as long as you keep doing, you keep the door open for him to do what he wants to do in the midst of your life. Are you listening to me? That's why we got to get off the roller coaster ride of unbelief. We got to get off the roller coaster ride of I believe today, but then I heard something somebody had to say. Now I don't believe it anymore. But then later on, I get pumped up in the middle of a message and I believe it again and I'll be motivated to do it until I run into something. And then it's like, oh, my God, it's like, come on, it's time to quit being Pac-Man in, 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 in life. Are you listening to me? Being chased by the ghosts of the liars telling you that you can't have, you can't do, you can't accomplish. Before that, you eating up all the little ground and covering Mitch ground. Waka, 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 waka. But then as soon as you run into another thought is like, Ooh, and then you're gone again. Are you listening to me? And then we got to push the gut push the game, push the button and start over again with a whole new game, starting to score all over again. No, it's time to just continue on. 
Yes, it is. And God wants us to continue. Everybody say continue. continue. That means to do and keep on doing because this do is a continuous action. It's a continuous action. It's not a one-time thing. It's a continuous action. Because if you keep on doing what God wants you to do, then it keeps the door open for God to be able to come through for you. That's why he said back in Hebrews, hold fast to the profession of your faith. Say it and keep on saying it. Say it and keep on saying it. See, because saying it and keep on saying it does two things. Number one is that it opens up an atmosphere conducive for the Lord to be able to do what it is he wants to do in the midst of the situation. It opens up an atmosphere conducive for the Lord to be able to do what he wants to do in the situation. It kind of like heats up the room to be able to release him to be able to do what he wants to do. And it continuously reminds you of what it is that God has said so that you won't listen to any of this other information that's dead. It'll remind you of what it is that God said so you'll stay fired up to do what it is that God said. Because if you don't keep adding fuel to the fire, your fire will go out. If you don't keep adding fuel to the fire, your fire will go out. And when, you get, when your fire goes out, that's when you will accept doubt. When your fire goes out, that's when you will accept doubt. Because as your fire begins to diminish, then your unbelief begins to rise. And then before you know it, you will never realize the things that God has in store for you. That's what most believers have been experiencing year after year after year after year after tear after tear after tear. Lord, when are you going to come through? God says, when you come through and keep on coming through for me. See, remember, God is constant. God is continuous. God is not just one moment and not the next. And so we need to, who are representatives of God, we need to stop being uh, believers today, unbelievers on the same day. Believers today and unbelievers on the same day. Keep your finger here. Go back to, uh, to Hebrews chapter 10, because that's what believers do, but not you. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. Well, verse 35 Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which have great recompense of reward. For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, that ye might receive the promise. For yet a little while, he that shall come will come and will not tarry. He ain't going to be waiting. He's not going to be like, you know, taking you through no thing just to see if you're going to hold on. Forget God know everything. He already know you're about to fall apart. Are you listening to me? That's why he's told us what to do so it can keep the door open for him to be able to come through. He said, now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul have no pleasure in him. Anybody that pulls back be like, I don't know. One day we're like, oh, we can do this. We can accomplish this. We can have this. But then the next day, I don't know. I, I heard the news and the news say that the economy might be going down. So maybe we ought to not invest in this right now. Maybe we ought not go buy that building that we was going to build and that we was going to buy before. Maybe we ought not. No, see, that means then that's our God because it determines what's going to happen in our life. God says, no, I'm God and I'm faithful. And I need you to recognize that I'm faithful. I opened up the blind so you could see that I'm faithful. That's why you hold fast to what it is that I'm saying to you. Because I have no pleasure in folk who draw back. Verse 39. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the souls. See, we're not like the children of Israel's parent or the children of Israel who were delivered out of Egyptian bondage on their way to a promised land, but wouldn't receive anything that God said that they can have based upon the fact that they was saying, I cannot rather than I can. See, I cannot have it. We can we're like grasshoppers in their sight. No, see, you're judging it based upon you. That's why he said, behold, I've opened unto you the door and check this out. 
I've opened up a blind so you can see that I'm the one that's faithful that's going to help you to be able to get done what you need to get done. Because otherwise, we'll draw back and not receive what God has in store for us. That's why the very next verse after that, after he says that, that uh, we are not of them who draw back under perdition, but of them that believe to the savings of the soul. Now faith is the substance of the things hoped for, the evidence of the things not seen. For by it the elders res- uh, obtained a good report. report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Notice he said, things that are seen were not made of things that do appear, which means that the word of God, which is unseen by you in the natural, in terms of its spiritual content and ability, is unseen by you, but it's not going to be something that's seen that's going to cause you to receive the things that God has in store for you. It's going to be something that is seen through the word of God that's going to give you the faith to be able to know that God will come through for you. Because if you don't draw back as under them as perdition, then you'll walk by faith and move forward by faith. See, the analogy is this, is that these people I brought from Egyptian bondage and they begin to start moving forward into the things I had in store for them. I told them what to do in order to get out of bondage, and they did what I told them to do to get out of bondage. And then I told them to follow this, this man who would follow my word and my voice, and I would take them to their promised land. But as they began to move forward into the promised land, they began to slow up because they began to start being more concerned about what was going on around them and, and what their past was rather than what it is that the thing that he had in store for them. And he would give them a word, but they wouldn't move based upon what they heard, but they would move based upon what they see. But it's not the things that you see that's going to get you what it is that you got. God's got in store for you. What you need to do is just operate according to what he has to say to you. Because they drew back. They're like, I don't know about all this. And even when he sent them into the promised land, sent spies into the promised land to be able to show them the awesome blessings that, that they had in their hand that would soon be theirs, they get a chance to see the houses that they didn't build. They get a chance to be able to see the businesses that they didn't put together. Praise God. They, they would get an opportunity to be able to see the fruit of that land. When they came back, they came back with a report other than what it is that was going to please God. Because instead of going forward and saying, yeah, we can, let's go get that. Yeah, we want that. They was like, well, wait a minute. We saw the people that lived there and they looked like giant. We look like grasshoppers in their sight. They're giants and we look like grasshoppers. God didn't send you there to look at them. When you read, we're going to get to it later, but when, when, when you read it, God sent them to look at what was available to them and what he had for them. And we, instead of looking at what God has for us, we're looking at what's in the way or potentially in the way of what God has in store for us. Because whatever you keep before your eye is going to determine whether you go low or go high. Are y'all listening to me? What you keep before your eye is going to determine whether or not you go low or go high. If you look at the carnal things, that you're going to remain earthly and devilish. You're going to remain flesh ruled. But if you look at the spiritual things and you'll be seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, far above all principalities, powers, the rules of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places, or all the little imps of Satan that can stop you from receiving what God has in store for you. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I really hope that you're seeing what the Word of God says about the doors of opportunity that God has opened for us. Doors of opportunity both to be blessed and to be a blessing like God wants us to be in our lives. I hope that you're seeing the importance of walking through the doors that God opened for me and you so that we can receive and achieve everything that God has planned and prepared for me and you. I don't know about you, 
but I plan to walk through. I hope you do too. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee you, it'll be a blessing to you when you do. And speaking of coming through, I invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to a very beneficial fellowship that's held at Word of Faith just for you. Especially if your desire is to draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage. I invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship on this Friday evening. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half your pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for married people that's done on the third Friday of every month where the wildest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on through and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it can be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did that is with or without your boo. And your boo is the one you're married to. I look forward to seeing all of you this Friday at the Covenant Partners Fellowship at Word of Faith. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.